Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, let's get right back into it. Adrian Batra, Kim Wright in-house. And uh, we were talking about Doug Ford and how he's, uh, I guess, tweaked a lot of noses, including the mayors. I'm surprised, you know, the mayor's talking about potential injunction or going a legal route and so on. And when the consensus opinion from the legal profession is uh, they haven't got a snowball's chance in Hades. But uh, on this matter of the mayor, let me ask you, Adrian Batra, mm-hmm. I was just uh, musing aloud now or one that potentially Doug Ford, because I know he's intimated this in the past, as much as, you know, cutting council uh, down to 25 he likes that American system. I believe he liked it when his brother was a mayor. The mayor should have a little more power. Uh, you know, the powerful mayor or whatever system it's yeah. called. Do you think that maybe Tory would be the beneficiary of that? Yeah, he could very well be. But can I just remind everybody what uh, what Rob said when Doug was saying that? Uh, Rob's quote was, I think my brother's been spending too much time in Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> he came up with Chicago. But just sort of sidestepping from that for a moment. The notion of a stronger mayor system, um, I believe, is is gaining a little bit of traction, not just among certain you know political quarters, but you know you see a lot of uh, sort of studies talking about it and other organizations saying, well, we have all of these big issues going on, and if we just had the ability for the mayor to perhaps overrule something like this, ask for uh, you know a, a, another look at something. They can't overrule the 44 individuals that are there right now. But it's one of those sorts of situations where, honestly, I believe it's, you know, be careful what you wish for. If it's, do you have sort of a center-right-ish mayor? You know, those of us mm-hmm. that are, you know, consider ourselves to be small-c conservatives are like, yes, this is the best idea ever. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you get someone in as as, as extreme left-wing um, as David Lastman or, or excuse Miller, me, Miller. Excuse, David Miller, or if we had had, if we had had... Uh, if we thinking had Mayor a, Lastman, yeah, were you, whoa, were you projecting? Or if we had had a Lin, an Olivia Chow as mayor, you think, mm. oh my God, what, a, can just imagine what something, right. um, if someone something had come forward that was just so terrifying to so to the vast majority so it is it, it's it's a it has to be a thoughtful process right, because so you're, it's going to be it's going to be rooted in and very hard right. to undo if you do it all right uh you, can you see doug ford that being the other shoe to drop kim so strong mayor system to adrian's point yeah be careful what you wish for depending on if your person's in office uh but ultimately a mayor has to find consensus. They have to find consensus amongst democratically elected representatives. And we don't have a party system here in the city of Toronto, and I don't think we should. Mm. I've never advocated for that at the municipal level, and I see no reason for it. But if the mayor cannot figure out how to engage with their fellow councillors and fellow members of council to move an issue that they think is vitally important, then frankly, they may want to rethink whether or not they should be mayor. It isn't about the system. It is about the people that are in place there. And I would like to just add one thing. Um, on every Thursday with our colleagues here at AM640 on the morning show uh, with uh, Stafford and Sapria, 
myself and Brian Kelsey, who's you know forgotten more about municipal politics than most of us will ever know, we sat on a panel um, a couple of years ago with the University of Toronto's public policy uh, governance. Mm. Um, so you school. are a policy one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have my moments. Mm. But uh, one of the things that we talked about was the strong mayor system. The conclusion we came to, looking actually looking at the City of Toronto Act via the provincial legislation, use the powers you've got. Mm. So you you actually have rooted in already a great deal of authority, a great deal of power. So revisit some of those, actually exercise them and, and you know, use that sort of hustling around the second floor, as Kim mentions, you know, getting that support around council. You have a lot of power there already. I think when people I think people conflate, John, they hear, you know, the, the chief of police. On, on an American network say, well, I'm working with the mayor and we're doing this and the mayor's telling the chief. It doesn't work like that here. Mm. So I think what, you know, a lot of people are reacting to is perhaps some of the, the violence that's happened in our city, sadly. They think that the mayor should have more authority to be able to direct resources and do that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I think we need to be very clear and careful as to what exactly that is. And if the premier is going down this road, he better make it damn clear what it is that he's prepared to afford. Here's a road he's going down, just to pivot slightly. Uh, Doug Ford has intimated that uh, he'd like to privatize the sale of cannabis when it's legalized. Smokey Thomas with uh, OBSU, you know, because they're going to be the people who will be staffing the uh, cannabis control board office, uh, whatever, the stores. Uh, he's, uh, he's again this. He says this is just going to be manna from heaven for the organized criminal element because uh, they can, you know, set up storefronts themselves. But privatizing the sale of cannabis in dispensaries, if it's built uh, along the lines where you've still got to be, uh, have a standard met according to, you know, the provincial uh, quality control, and then you put it into a private dispensary, it's not like they're growing their own out back and then they bring that stuff in. Uh, Isn't that a better model? I mean, it's basically the market-driven model of uh, dispensing marijuana when it's legalized, Kim, for it or again it. So full disclosure, at H&K, we represent a number of cannabis companies, so I just want to put that out there. Mm. (laughs) Uh, I have always uh, maintained that the 40 stores that they were contemplating under the Ontario Cannabis Store uh, did not work for, frankly, the the amount of supply that will be required across the province. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what it won't get to if they were only going to do 40 stores uh, was the gray market and black market. And if that's really what we want to get to, a conversation about how do we how do we eliminate organized crime out of the out of this, it has to be that broader conversation. And I that was the other uh, announcement on Friday that kind of got lost in the slashing of Toronto City Council. Uh, is that the the new model that they're contemplating uh, and what that will look like. One of the questions that many municipalities are asking themselves are around things like willing host agreements. Uh, Can they opt out? What are enforcement and taxation look like? Uh, Some of them have legislation on the books that says they do not want private stores. Uh, So how will that unfold between now and and, and mid-October when they're supposed to come on stream? All right. That's kind of ironic that uh, he may actually give license to the communities to decide for themselves. Uh, How about it, though, Adrian? Do you think there's something about uh, opening it up for dispensaries, uh, you know, in the private market, more or less? Absolutely. Well, look, part of the reason why government would get involved in something like this is to undercut the so-called black market. And you want to be able to, if you're going down this road of having this, this type of public policy, Taxpayers uh, should should benefit from it, and 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 that will help both you know fund social services and 
And then on the on the flip side, you're going to have to be able to afford uh, and pay for many of the downsides of legalizing marijuana, for example. So you're gonna, the revenue has got to come from somewhere. Um, government doesn't do very many things well. And frankly, Premier Ford is not the only one across this country that is talking about this. Uh, right. Premier Pallister in Manitoba mm-hmm. has also said that in his province, there will be uh, a public-private mix. Same in Saskatchewan. Um, and when Jason Kenney, and I didn't say if, when Jason Kenney becomes Premier of Alberta right. this time next year, uh, I, I have no doubt that he too will implement something well, do, do we even need LCBO-like stores for marijuana? Disp- well, what, look, we have LCBO. I mean, go to the LCBO on Friday, right before the long weekend, and you've got these Soviet-style lines ups going around. I mean, mm. can you imagine it going down um, with the with the pot dispensaries? I have no confidence, very little confidence in even when the former liberal government was going forward and give the LCBO LCBO monopoly. I don't think that they really had a good grasp or understanding as to what that actually meant. So, uh, frankly, I do trust um, the the smaller operations to do this a heck of a lot better than the government will. Yeah, as long as the uh, standards are maintained. And well, there th- always will be. You have you have government standards for d- right. darn well everything. Yeah, well, um, it no, won't be. This won't be dissimilar. We're right. Uh, you know, and this is where Smokey Thomas is saying, "Well, kids are going to get a hold of it, and so on and so." With cigarettes, same thing. Uh, shopkeepers selling kids under nineteen cigarettes could get busted, mm-hmm. lose their license, the whole nine yards. Uh, so I would think the same would apply. And uh, I don't see it in the alarmist vein that he does. But we'll come back. More topics worthy of discussion with our panel, Adrian Batra, Kim Wright, in a moment on the Oakley Show, Global News Radio, six forty, Toronto.